I want to thank Research Consultants International for sponsoring today's podcast. They're a globally renowned lead generation firm that helps economic development organizations create real prospects. They've helped over 500 economic development organizations. Let me tell you exactly what they do. They facilitate one-on-one meetings for economic developers with corporate executives who will have projects soon. They can facilitate these meetings to where you travel to the corporate executive's office and meet them there, or you meet them at a trade show, or even have a conference call so you don't have to pay for travel. They recently launched a service called FDI 365, which provides you a lead a day of fast-growing companies that will be expanding soon. Their research has helped over $5 billion in projects get cited since inception. I encourage you to go to www.researchfdi.com to learn more about research consultants. As far as I'm concerned, they are absolutely the best lead generation firm in the business for economic development organizations. Call them now. They can help you create real prospects. Welcome to this week's episode of the Next Move Group We Are Jobs podcast. This is Chad Chancellor, co-founder of Next Move Group, and I'm happy to have Matt Tackett with us today. He's the president and CEO of the Kentucky Association for Economic Development. And uh, Matt, you know Kentucky's important to Next Move Group. My business partner, Alex Metzger, grew up in Kentucky, graduated from Kentucky. So we do everything from the derby to the bourbon uh, to the basketball. So I'm so glad to have you here with us today. No, thank you. We are honored to be here. You know, uh, I've been really enjoying this podcast i know it's getting out all across the country so thanks for having me and thanks for everything that you do in kentucky and ready to get rolling yeah well tell us about some of the recent kentucky economic development successes well you know um kentucky i think we're experiencing a a lot of momentum right now and i think the the world is becoming more familiar with um, what an iconic state that kentucky is you know we're we're known for the derby that i know you you frequent uh, we've got a, a special signature drink. Kentucky bourbon is important for us. You know, we feel like uh, on more simple things, we feel like we've got the best president that's came from Kentucky, Abraham Lincoln. We feel like we've got uh, the world's greatest athlete with Muhammad Ali oh, that's yeah. came from Kentucky. And, you know, we know we have the world's greatest chef, Colonel Harlan Sanders from Kentucky. So. <laughs> yeah, I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, Kentucky's a, an iconic state and there's been a lot of um, – pro-growth, um, pro-business uh, legislative changes that have really uh, amplified some of the momentum that we have in Kentucky. I think um, over the last three years, we've had $20 billion of new investment wow, in Kentucky. Wow, three years. Yeah, and that's that's over 51,000 Kentuckians that have great paying jobs because of what's happening in economic development from governor's leadership the, through the, um, the execution of Kentucky's economic developers. So, uh, it's an exciting time in Kentucky, and you know we're, we're not just sitting back and resting on that. I think, as as we all know, especially your audience, we've got to continue prep prepping for the future mm-hmm. um, in a lot of different ways. So that's uh, there's some exciting movement on that end. Yeah, so on your social media, you were in Canada last week taking the Kentucky story on the road. So I know you guys are doing a lot when it comes to really marketing the state. Yeah, we we do. So can Kentucky's. Um, State Marketing Initiative is led in kind of a, a, a partnership with KAED, which I lead, and also our Cabinet for Economic Development through um, a vehicle called Kentucky United. So that's, we'll go out, we'll sell the Kentucky story, we'll talk about the opportunities and advantages, and we'll get into the weeds just as much as we can. We like to go to X market domestically or internationally, and we'll seek out 
site consultants or business CEOs or decision makers that make sense for us and we'll speak to all things Kentucky. Currently, um, our program calendar this year is a seven-stop um, seven calendar. Uh, this is kind of an interim program to where we're, we're thinking bigger now and we may, uh, we're at least exploring um, and have funded a study of what a interdependent, integrated Kentucky marketing plan would look like that we can mm. all deploy together going forward. So we're, we're researching that right now, but at least for now, we've got the Kentucky United Interim interim campaign and yeah I appreciated you paying attention to us in Canada earlier this week yeah, right? yeah I guess last week now. I saw that and you know the thing I like about Kentucky uh, uh, there's no huge city I mean Louisville's a very big city but it's a small it's a wide state with a lot of counties but it's small enough you really get to know each other and you know I think that's a real competitive advantage it's you know unlike some places where everybody doesn't know each other it seems like everybody in the economic development world in kentucky knows each other and i think that's refreshing yeah I, and we've heard that we, we've heard that you know kentucky's 4.5 million people where you're right you're we're a, a long state you know it'll by the time you traverse via road from one end to another it'll take you seven or eight hours yeah but we are a tight small state uh, we've heard from plenty of companies that have announced and plenty of site location consultants that you know, your governor called me last night and I really appreciated that. Yeah. And he, he called me again the day before or he called me at 2 a.m. And, you know, we're always doing uh, as much outreach and follow up as we can. So I feel like that is a competitive advantage for us. And we certainly try and just leverage the fire out of that as much as we can. Yeah. Well, talk about KAED. So I know each, each state does things a little bit differently. So tell these folks really what KAED is and kind of what role you guys feel. Yeah. So KAED is an economic development membership association. You know, we're not unlike um, any association um, out there. We all try and seek to educate, advocate and collaborate. KAED, we have um, about 300 organizations which employ uh, about 450 members. So um, typically I handle the lobbying efforts um, for the, the association our education which is something that we're excited about you know we we want to enhance the professional capacity within kentucky as do um, other states and our competitors out there but we're really working hard to make sure that all of our touch points in kentucky uh, from one end of the state are all equally capable equally professional we're all kind of singing from the same sheet of music so KED, we're deploying a professional education curriculum that will ultimately end in professional certification for our folks that we're oh, good. we're excited about and our our team will see that or our state will see that deployed early next year so what's kind of the kentucky pitch when you go to canada and you meet with these companies uh what are what are you pitching them well, we talk about we talk about a handful of things. First, we want them to know the momentum that exists, and we'll talk about um, the increases in announced investment or announced jobs or where our labor force participation is or our GDP or median household income. We'll we'll talk about all of that. We like to say uh, we'll usually go in and talk about some of our national rankings. We all like to brag on ourselves, mm -hmm. and we're certainly no different in Kentucky, but. We were judged the state of the year for economic development recently. We're second per capita and seventh nationally for corporate investment. We're third wow. in the yeah, we're, we're third in the U.S. for best business climate. Seventh in the U.S. for best infrastructure. And thanks to some of the the really pro growth um, advocacy that we've had, we've jumped from thirty third to eighteenth in overall business tax climate and twenty seventh to twenty second climb in corporate tax ranking attractiveness. So that's a little bit of the points that we'll talk about. We'll, we'll tell our international story and uh, the companies that are successfully operating in, in the Commonwealth. We'll talk about our utility rates. We'll talk about 
our business environment. And, you know, we'll just, we'll say some simple things that usually carry very well. We'll, you know, we'll point out where Kentucky is on a map. We're right in the center of the Eastern United States. And uh, we're within a day's drive of most of the United States population. We have three uh, global air shipping hubs. We can get anything you want anywhere in the world overnight. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll talk about uh, the predictable climate in Kentucky. We've got four seasons. We'll talk about uh, the quality of life that exists there. And we'll tell our workforce story as mm-hmm. well. It's truly a beautiful state. I mean, no matter really which part of the state you're in, whether you want rivers or a kind of rolling lands or whether you want uh, uh, mountains, you really got it all in Kentucky. I did not have a sense when I moved there of how much automotive was there. You know, of course, I knew Ford was there, Toyota. GM's also got a plant there, don't they, if yeah. I remember. Bonnie. But I, I don't think I had a, a sense of how probably nearly every county in that state has got some automotive supplier. I'm sure not every county, but a lot of them have some tied automotive. And and it's really, I think I saw stats, it's been years ago, but I mean, it's like right there with Detroit for yeah. automotive power, if you really think about it. Yeah, it's it's incredibly crucial to the Commonwealth. And, and you're right, you know, people will come in and they'll ask about, where's my, where's the automotive uh, industry? Where's the suppliers, whatever. And we'll just say, throw a dart anywhere on that map yeah. and you'll be within a very close radius of uh, the automotive industry so it's it's huge for us talk about the product development initiative you guys are doing i know that uh you're, you're doing some work with the site selection group i think josh bays on product development you know how much i think of him i've told you that offline i think they, they do great work and i know josh does so talk about what y'all are doing there josh bays yeah uh, shout out to, to he and also his colleague beth land who are really taking on uh, incredible leadership for us uh, through what's called the Kentucky Product Development Initiative. So for as excited as we are with the, the $20 billion of new investment um, and the jobs that have created, you know, as we look to kind of prep Kentucky um, for tomorrow, we realize that because of some of our success, a lot of our product, a lot of our sites and buildings have come off mm-hmm. market. So what we have strategized within our cabinet for economic development is we've created a pool of $6 million that we can deploy over the next two years that will be um, disseminated to communities for capital improvement, physical asset projects, or the due diligence necessary for mm-hmm. site, site prep. So we've engaged site selection group is, is managing that in a really incredible way for us. We've had, this is year one of our grant making initiative to where communities are invited to apply. We had 50, um, I believe we had 55 applications or 55 communities that um, submitted a letter of intent indicating that they would apply. And we ultimately had 45 applications. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a desktop analysis of those now, um, studying that in a myriad of ways that the site selection folks like yourself use every day when you're evaluating mm-hmm. a community. When we have demonstrated that um, the the application is aligned and it looks attractive we'll go into site visits just the same as you do when you're uh, right. working on behalf of a company so we uh, we expect site visits to happen between august 26th and september 20th of this year and then ultimately we're going to make some some grant awards perhaps up to three million dollars this year um, and then three next year and we want to just keep it rolling and is there an effort to make sure rural counties get some of that or is it just kind of first come first serve or how do you how are you i guess going to going to make sure that no matter if you're in a big city or a rural county, you got you got a shot at it. it it's totally um, ROI marketability based. But now we we have we're encouraged because of the geographic diversity that we've uh, mm-hmm. we've received from our applicants. And, you know, we expect our rural communities to be incredibly competitive as as do with our urbans. Right. 
Well, I like that you say ROI. That's a word I don't hear some association people say a lot. So that's smart. Yeah, that's a real smart answer. And and I want to compliment you on your leadership. You know, a lot of, a lot of state associations uh, they do great conferences and events, but I, I hadn't seen a whole lot that are out there investing like that in their communities to up their product game. So I know you've been there what a couple years now. So I know this is. Uh, I just want to tip my hat to you. I think that's really a, a, an important step y'all are making. Well, I appreciate that. I'll tell you what. So this has kind of come full circle. So. You know, a lot of the, the growth that we're experiencing KD, you know, it's, it's fantastic. It, it's cool that, you know, our membership is up or we're breaking records in our conferences. That's all fantastic. But what we're really here for is to amplify economic development in the state of Kentucky. And I've learned a ton from Chuck Sexton, who is on our executive committee, who is actually one of the leading voices uh, in the hiring process uh, as I came on to KD. And he always referenced your time in the Commonwealth on the western end of the state. So... Uh, learning a lot from the best in the business right now. Yeah, Chuck's aggressive. We had him on our podcast a few weeks ago. It's been one of our most downloaded ones so far, and, and he's aggressive. We've done two for Kentucky. You're our third. We did uh, Mark Manning and Murray, yeah. and I think a lot of Mark, and uh, and his podcast was also highly downloaded. So we must have some Kentucky followers because they're listening to all of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I listened to both of those a, a couple of times. So, uh, yeah, we uh, we appreciate the opportunity to work with Mark. I'll tell you what, I, I enjoyed Mark's uh, perspective on on rural economic development as well. Yeah. So are you a Kentucky Wildcat guy or Louisville or who's so, your team? So full disclosure here, uh, Chad has a Mississippi State uh, That's right. polo Proudly. on And I'm a big <laughs> Kentucky Wildcat fan, of course. It seems like Mississippi State's always kind of our bugaboo when we come down here. We just can't beat you all when we're, oh. when we're on the road. And that's usually one yeah. of the most important games for us. But in football, you beat us in basketball. But yeah, you're right in football. So you're the team that Mississippi State plays from the Eastern Division every year. So We're we, whatever we play they call it, every the, year. The historic rivals yeah. or, or whatever, which yeah. is a good, probably a good thing for better for you all, but yeah. a good thing for us as well as we kind of. I was in Lexington two years ago. Your kicker made like a 56 yard field goal to beat us at the buzzer. So <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, you know, it's when we kind of talk about that on on our sports radio uh, ecosystem in Kentucky, how important that kick was. To the, uh, yeah, to the entire yeah. trajectory from there to now of Kentucky because things were looking bleak there. Yeah, y'all, y'all were not having a – we were favored in the ball game, and that was Dan Mullins last year. And, uh, and y'all, I mean, he kicked that ball, and it was right down the middle. I mean, <laughs> that yeah. kid kicked that football. But I like to do the deal. Uh, for those of you listening who have not been to Keeneland, it's sort of the old-fashioned racetrack in Lexington. So everybody hears about Churchill Downs and the Kentucky Derby. Keeneland's kind of where all the local folks, I think, prefer to go. And and they run uh, twice a year, once in the spring, but they usually run, is it in October? October, yeah. And so sometimes Mississippi State will play up there when Keeneland's having the horse racing. And so what I'll do is I'll go up there and do the horse racing that morning and go to the ball game that night. Yeah, so, the, the Kentucky double or, or whatever. Right. Kentucky football will not play day games in the month of October <laughs> uh, because of Keeneland. But you're, that's a big draw coming into Lexington for, for football games. A lot of fans, they'll do that. Absolutely. And so for any of y'all out there, if your team ever plays in Kentucky in October, do it. So by the time that field goes sailed through the air to break our hearts, uh, it was like 1030 at night. And I had been at Keeneland and I had, I might have had a bourbon or two. So I don't even know that I remember I remember much about the Gosh, football game. They, they they make for long days. They make and good for you. I, I don't think I can do it anymore as I've gotten yeah. a little older and grayer and got two babies at home. But that used to be and that is one of the best.
best ways to spend a Saturday in Kentucky. Yeah. I just told some of my Georgia friends, because Georgia plays y'all usually in October. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you ever play Kentucky in October, do that. It is uh, it is a lot of fun for everybody. Of course, your basketball speaks for itself. So uh, you you won the last time the the final four was in New Orleans. So yeah, we but, got it coming up again in two or three years. Maybe y'all will be back. Well, hopefully we can be there. We feel like we're going to be good this year. Uh, but thanks for mentioning Keeneland too. I think it's probably the prettiest track in in the nation. Yeah. Here in Del Mar, yeah, in California, is very and, nice. And, as well. and didn't they not have lights for years because uh, it was kind of old fashioned? Had old fashioned scoreboard or something? There was something. It's kinda, a, it's all kind of like the Augusta National of horse racing. It, it's beautiful. They, yeah, that's that's a that's a really good comparison. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Churchill Downs recently has installed some lights. But Keeneland, you know, you don't mess with that tradition, that yeah. architecture, just kind of the perfection that exists there. Uh, but it's it's fantastic. Yeah. Was there anything I didn't ask you about Kentucky or the association you wish I had? Uh, no, I'll probably think of something later. I, I just appreciate appreciate the opportunity. And, you know, at, at KED, we're going to continue growing in membership and continue uh, breaking our conference records. And we appreciate you coming to our annual meeting last yeah, year. That, that was, was fun. Yeah. you know, for the listeners out there, that was the number one surveyed session that we had. So it, it oh, was really? fantastic. You see, he didn't tell me that till right now. There we go. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I was in another session doing something, but everyone came out just laughing and kind of going wild mm-hmm. and telling stories from your session. So I wish I had it recorded. Yeah, but we'll, rec- I don't, we'll get it back out and record it for you. But, so but, people well, laugh at my accent. I can't get rid of it. Well, you sound like me. I'm, <laughs> I'm from Eastern Kentucky, but we'll, we'll keep charging at KED. I appreciate the chance to, to talk about that. And, you know, when we talk about conferences, you know, we're not that registration, you know, registration isn't the primary concern. What mm-hmm. we want to do is there's so much intellectual capital that can be captured at events. And, you know, you, you come to any state association, economic development association, within those halls are the people responsible for billions and billions of dollars right. of deals, incredibly sophisticated. We know it's in Kentucky, we don't want them to just sit there and listen to, to speakers throughout the day. We want to really kind of leverage that opportunity, put them to work. So we've identified a handful of verticals, talent, international product development, marketing and branding um, to where we can bring in the stakeholders, form this Team Kentucky kind of interdependent Mm -hmm. um, ecosystem and really strategize on what the state needs to do to move forward. Um, Now, the product development initiative, as we spoke on a few minutes ago, came from those Team Kentucky strategic um, sessions that we just deployed last year. Mm-hmm. So it's incredible opportunity in front of us just by bringing the people together and saying, what can we do? What do you, what do you need us to do? And we'll put some energy and be intentional about executing on whatever the deliverables right. happen to be. We just so happen to have a multi-million dollar product development initiative because of that strategy. Mm-hmm. And we're exploring a statewide integrated marketing plan from that, from that which arose from the marketing branding strategic committee as well. Sure. Well, I can't compliment you enough on that. You got to have something to sell if you're going to be out selling that. I know y'all are on the road doing stuff with Kentucky United. So that, that uh, product development initiative is good. And then also I think y'all picked a good group to do that with site selection group and Josh Bays and a team. Um, I've seen some places that maybe just pick an engineering firm or, or some places kind of do it through just say the cabinet for economic development. And, uh, and you really, I think having a site location firm, like that, that that looks nationwide, is just gonna gonna up the final product. Yeah. So I think that was really smart of y'all. You know what's probably the coolest thing about the product development initiative is, you know, there's going to be communities out there that get awards up to 500k, which you know I didn't didn't mention. We require a local match, so you're talking a million dollars of capital influx. But every applicant who does not receive a site visit or does not receive the ultimate financial award will get an incredibly detailed, educated report. Oh. 
that they can use to better inform their round two. Like uh, a competitive a, analysis that yep. shows them here's how you stack up even if you didn't get That's very that, smart. That'll help them on round two, but more yeah. importantly, it'll just help them in their everyday practice. So yeah. this for us, while it is a grant-making initiative, we house this within our KED Foundation, which is solely responsible for education. So this is mm-hmm. very much an educational initiative for us. And I think that's really where the long-term awesome yeah. value is. Yeah. Well, Matt, thank you for being with us here today. We really appreciate it and talk a little bit about your old Kentucky home. Yep, I appreciate this. I look forward to uh, listening to the next one as it's dropped and just really congratulate you for what you're doing. You know, we've got to be more creative with how we disseminate and and always be looking and mindful of how people kind of um, receive content. I think these mm-hmm. podcasts are really the, the wave of the future and you're right on the cutting edge and really proud of it. Well, thank you. I appreciate it very much. A special thank you to Younger Associates for recording, editing, and publishing this podcast for us. I encourage you to visit their website at younger-associates.com.